0: Welcome to Tea Time with Shaylee and Amber, the podcast where we talk about all the shit that your horse wants you to know and what you can do about it. Amber is a horse trainer and a personal results coach, certified in theta and Semitic breathwork. Shaylee is an animal communicator who also teaches communication. Both knowledge seekers with the intention of sharing that knowledge and hoping that we can encourage the listeners to do the same. Today's episode, we are chatting a little all over the place, maybe some alien talk, honoring our journeys, not downplaying or comparing our stories to others so that we can fully process and heal, and a little bit about how we hand our power over in decision making and a few other nuts that were dropped. So I am excited to get started. Let's listen.
1: (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, if you missed last week's episode, you might want to watch it on YouTube, because it was kind of interesting. And Amber actually ended up having to finish my thoughts for me. So um, yeah, that's, that's why the name of the episode is what it is. And you might get a, a little chuckle if you check it out. But um, today, we are going to talk about the alien. <laughs> and we had another thing. I, I was like, Amber, write things down because we were talking earlier in the day and we were like, we need to talk about aliens. And what was the other thing?
0: Uh, it was Diminishing, like diminishing or downplaying our own experiences because we feel like they're not as bad as somebody else's, or we don't have a right to feel, you know, like we don't have a right to feel a certain way because there's people out there that have it worse than us. And um, just sort of not honoring our own experiences for what they are and um, being able to heal from that because of that. But um I just remembered that the last episode we did talk about foreboding joy um and also on the list is aliens. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> well the foreboding joy I feel like totally ties into that and maybe that's why I'm still hooked on this little subject is because, I like trivialized things that happened in my childhood because I was like oh you know other people had it way worse so why should I deserve to process this if someone has had this like massive trauma and I think that's that comparison piece that like our horses are always trying to remind us about you know like not comparing moment to moment but not comparing your experience to others or their past experience to where they are now and I feel like it gets so muddied up when we are comparing our experiences and not to bring up my little horse search again but i do feel like it's so interesting that i'm having to like practice what i preach with like when i'm like looking for horses and like you know calling my decision making power back because immediately like when you're looking at something and you're trying to make a decision actually you know what's funny Normally I look at something and I and this ties into the aliens too. So like this morning I was looking at um this little like EFT like thing that you stick on the back of the phone. And um I literally I sent it to like a couple of my friends and I was like, check this thing out. Like, do you believe in it or do you not? It has some peer studies, it's like it seems reviewed, there's some case studies and stuff. And One of my friends was like, no, I think it's complete bullshit. I mean, their marketing is really good. And, you know, she had like a super strong opinion about it, but I had already made up my mind about how I felt. And I wanted her opinion too. Like, I wanted to know what she said, but I had already purchased it (laughs) because I made up my own mind. And then she, she, like, I told her, like, I was like, oh, I really value your opinion. And like, it's cool to go into it with that mindset, um, but I'm buying it anyway, and it's funny to me how like certain things we like just have that power, you know? It's like, I don't care if it works or not, I'm gonna spend the 80 bucks because it, it's gonna make me feel better. Um, and then and that's where the, the alien thing came in because I was like, well, what if it's just another way the government's tracking us? And then I was like, Well, Amber always says that the aliens are gonna save us before <laughs> shit goes wrong with the government or before robots take over. <laughs> that's where that came in. But then like with the horse thing. It's like, um, immediately I look at a horse and this is something that I do, right? Like I do pre-purchases for people all the time. I fucking connect to horses for a living. And I like see this horse and I like see all the signs and I'm like, Oh, I feel really great about it. I have all these signs. This is amazing. And then I'm like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I'm like sending it to everybody and just like, Showing my decision making power like out to everybody. and then it's like that comparison piece where like I get all these different little parts and pieces back. and they're like, well, in my experience, this is really bad. and my experience, this is good and this is bad. And then every then I come back into myself and I'm like, okay, well, next because I can't make a decision and based on your experiences, I'm comparing my experiences and like what I had in the past versus now and it's wild man, wild how that all horses really bring that up
0: in us. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking of, um, when Johnny has this, um, crystal and it's a wolf carving and, um, we were in a crystal store and he was like, I want Shungite because it, I think that's how you say it because I want it to protect me from the EMF. And I was like, first of all, I didn't say that to you. Where did you hear that from? And um, he ended up finding these little beads that he stuck on his necklace to go around. So when he feels like he has this little field around him and I feel like it goes back to. The question is everything placebo, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I can't get away from it where even the energy that's put into like sage and like smudging space and, Oh, it's shown to clear energy. And is it really doing that? Or is it because we believe so strongly and so many of our ancestors and so many, so many people of the collective feel the same way about it, that that energy is put into it. And then that is what is actually doing it. Not the sage or not the copal or not the Palo Santo or you know, not the antibiotics or not the Shungite, it's like, because there's such strong collective belief around this certain thing, um, is why it's actually something that does in fact work, because I, I don't doubt that those things are there and in place, but I just wonder like, why could we, if we got to like the peakiest peak of our enlightenment, could we just This is something I've actually been saying to myself this week, actually, since the last three days that we talked, could we just say like, this is the way it is. And like our magic wand is like, bink, obviously it's what we teach. We should be able to do that. But our human brains are here for that whole like vast experience of humaning. But the last couple of days, because I'm so overwhelmed with all of these, I'm doing a parasite cleanse right now. And I know I need to hit that liver with some cleansing and like, I need to start working out again and. I need to drink water. And then I was like, what if I just believed that I could be at my pit peak fitness without doing anything different? What if I didn't need all that? What if I stopped thinking about all that? And I just got to be at my most healthiest because I say so without changing anything. (laughs) So it's been this interesting thing I've been playing with because you get so overwhelmed. I'm like, oh, I have to get cayenne pepper. I have to get that clay shit. Oh, I'm going to mix baking powder. I'm like, and then the herbs for flirt and all the things that I'm going to give them. It was like, I just need to calm down because there's too many things and then I don't do anything. I have like the decision-making paralysis. (laughs) I'm like, well, doing nothing isn't working. So that's what I've decided. I'll let you know how it goes.
1: Yeah, I get that. I I feel, so I've been doing like this mobility training for like my joints and stuff and I'm on this cleanse. And I think that I, and it's so funny that you're like, is everything a placebo? that's what I said this morning with a little sticker on my phone. My friend was like, oh, I'm all for you not taking my advice. Like, you know, do what you want as long as you're like, you're not just like blind going into it. Like you have your reasons of why you want this and what you think it's going to do for you. So like the intention, right? and so I'm like yep that feels good to me um and so I'm doing this mobility class and I'm doing this cleanse and I have had it set so much in my mind and I don't know why this person just clicked with me I think I just like that, like the videos are like the guy's like kind of funny and he laughs and stuff like that and so I have like literally convinced myself that like this has changed my life i'm like my life is forever changed i can breathe again my shoulders are back and i, and I like i have this mindset and i'm feeling it i'm feeling it and i like turned sideways in the mirror the other day and like my shoulders are exactly where they were before like i'm like i haven't noticed a single difference in like my actual skeletal body and immediately i was like no no the mirror's <laughs> warped something's going on with it i i don't know what's going on i was like i for sure have changed and so I do think that there is like a lot of power behind our thoughts and like our beliefs and stuff. And I was even having a, a lesson with Lockie the other day and um, I like got on the mounting block and this is like Biggie. So the one that's been bucking me off and well, I shouldn't say that I haven't ridden him in a while, but he's bucked me off in the past. And uh, he was like all right get on the mounting block and like lay over him and immediately like I had a story of like oh he's going to walk off and like that's what happened, and then I was like. Okay, like I understand the power of my thoughts and like visualization and stuff like that like what am I doing over here and immediately, I was like I told myself, I was like. There's no reason why this shouldn't work. My chest is open. I'm a new person physically. Like, (laughs) I just have all this energy behind it. And I like laid all over him and he like was like perfectly fine and stood there. So it's, it is crazy because everything has a frequency, right? So if we think about that and we're thinking about the shit that like the radiation from our phones, if we are like, so like the teacher that Amber and I really like Abraham Hicks um we've talked about her in the past for those of you who don't know um Esther Hicks is a like medium of sorts and she connects to this non-physical collective intelligence that call themselves Abraham and so essentially she um yeah so she connects to this I I guess that's what I just wanna say, infinite intelligence, does that make sense? And so she gets like these readings and these messages and it's all about the law of attraction and like the frequency that you put out, you get back to you. And so what she talks about with momentum is that you only have to think about something for 16 seconds before it's like in your vibrational escrow, or she calls it a vortex. So like everything that's around you. So everything that we're thinking about on a daily basis Is already manifested in the non physical. We just have to be in alignment with it, which is why, like, when you say it rains, it pours, it's like when you get that momentum going and something negative happens, then your energy aligns with like whatever else you were thinking about because it's an all inclusive universe that's never like, I don't want this. Therefore, I'm going to think about not having it and it won't come to me. All the universe hears or that frequency hears is, this so like this lack or this like pain or whatever and you just keep aligning with that that's why we're so that's why we're always like harping um on like having a daily practice and stopping the momentum and like really being deliberate about what you're thinking about because everything that you do think about for 16 seconds or more is literally manifested all around you and For those of you that are thinking poo poo, no, I don't think so. You should totally try it because that's what I said to my mom when I was in high school. And I said, if this is true, I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this and I'm not going to study for my math test, my next three math tests and I'm going to get 98 on all of them. And I did. (laughs) And I failed math in college. So (laughs) it works. Um, Yeah, that's a little bit of a tangent, but I do feel like if you are, if you have that low frequency, right, and you're worried about, I guess worry is ultimately what it comes down to. You're worried about your phone poisoning you. That bitch is going to poison you. She's going to poison you hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was just talking um to my friend. We went to dinner the other night and we were even, you know, um, are we allowed to bring up controversial topics on here about, you know, the COVID vaccine? <laughs> Um, where it was like some people she knew were having these major side effects and, and we were talking about who got it, who didn't, all the things. But I was like, is it more of why the person got the vaccine? Was it they got it because, well, whatever, just give it to me? Or was it because I'm in so much fear that I need that to be okay? You know, and what did that bring in? So regardless of, how you feel about the vaccine. Like, I wonder the side effects that are happening to people. Is it because it was the fear that drove them or the need to feel like they were fitting in or doing what they were supposed to be doing, but they didn't want to do it. Like the different vibes behind getting it is producing a different experience on the other side of it. And that's like something I've had that conversation with several different people in different ways. But that is what it is. If I'm running around stressed out that like everything's trying to get me, you know, you're in sur- that survival state, like your body is going to tell you. <laughs> it's going to tell you to stop mm-hmm. um, in whatever way it decides to. So being really careful about those thoughts and um, and and following those inspirations and invitations to like just surrender to, you know, what is the path of least resistance in that moment instead of even feeling like the overwhelm. Sometimes when you have a lot of decisions to make, um, that's not the time to make the decision. And that's usually the time we push harder to find the answer because we're like, no, we have to figure this out. And you're just swimming harder upstream around it when it's like, Right now I'm overwhelmed. There's a thousand different options. I'm in the void. Then it's time to just get quiet, go take a freaking nap and go meditate or go do something mindless where you're not trying so hard to figure the things out. Like just step away from it. And it's not like the same as disassociating or distracting yourself. Um, I mean, actually, not even that. That stuff's all in place for a reason. <laughs> so so long as you don't get stuck there ironically, like just go for it. If your mind is like, I am going to short circuit, like the first half of July, I felt like I was so overwhelmed with all these deadlines and all of this technical stuff that I had to get out and get done. And I'm in this new course. And it was just like there, it felt like I was running through like a tunnel and there was like all the information was like, <laughs> and so for this last week, I feel like I've just been honoring when my body's like go lay down and I just go lay down and then all of a sudden it's like oh I know and I sit up and I'm super like I stayed up till like 2 30 last night like pounding stuff out because I just rested all this week basically and. Um, and not that i didn't do stuff still but when i felt like i needed to lay down i just went and lay down or i sat down i watered my yard i stared off into the freaking clouds for you know 30 minutes and i paid attention to the voice that came in to say you're being lazy you're wasting time right mm-hmm. now because that came up a lot and i was having that conversation with that voice and being like no i'm resting <laughs> no i'm resting i did <laughs> recognize that that voice is most likely um my grandfather um and just what I used to hear when I was little when people would rest and he never rested that guy had back surgery and I don't remember him ever being like laid up like he just wore a big hard brace right after and was like back at it and so I didn't really ever see anybody growing up rest ever not when they were I never saw anybody sick I never saw anyone so it's interesting because I do live on the same property as um my family and my mom does live in the house up the hill and I'll notice that when I'm like laying on my bed, I usually leave my door open that if I hear her coming, my initial response is to set up really fast and like not just be laying around. and then eventually I've been like I just busted my ass all morning like I I am allowed to lay down on my bed for a minute for God's sakes. So it's super interesting to like navigate all of that.
1: I know I kind of I will feel that way too sometimes because my husband works really hard and he's got a massive work ethic and like he just came home from overseas and like didn't even rest like was like oh yep I see we need to have everything we like so he like freaking started doing like yard work right away and all this stuff and I'm like oh my gosh. And I I do find myself like in that little pattern too, where I'm like, oh, I gotta pull my weight. Like I definitely can't be taking a nap midday while he is. And it's like we use our energy too, like with what we do. We're we're using our energy. It's not we aren't lazy, but it is funny how like that self care and like listening to your body when you are tired. I think it all goes back to that, like how you said, your grandpa. Like it goes back to the comparison piece. Well this experience is this way. So my experience has to be this way too. And like, I want to make sure I pull my weight and like midday. So like, if he comes home and like the house is dirty, I'm like, Oh God, I'm a failure. Like I gotta have everything perfect. Cause you just worked all day. And it's like, I totally like trivialized what I've done. And it's like, I, and he never makes me feel that like, that's not on him at all. Like, he never complains, never says anything, but it's like, my own shit that I have to deal with where I'm like, Oh man, I'm a lazy cow. Like never clean the house. Dishes are still there from this morning. There's a fly in here that you were trying to kill yesterday and I never got it. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that circles back around to the whole beginning of this conversation of, you know, um, not really honoring like what you need or what you've been through and not resting around it and giving yourself like grace and space to heal around it. Because I think what people forget is that when you have been living in that like stress state and you start to unravel it and you start to realize that you've been holding all this stuff, either physically in your body or just energetically, and then you recognize it and you start to release it or integrate it or whatever, like your body goes into like the deep need for rest to like restore because that's just what it needs to do after it's been working so hard your entire life to keep all this shit going um and to realize that 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 deep resting after doing even like the somatic journey stuff or having like sessions with people facilitating a session and receiving it's like The rest after is because that is what's needed to actually let your nervous system like catch up, right? So um, people need to remember that part.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think not feeling guilty for like doing the inner work too, if you don't feel like you had a quote bad childhood because I don't feel like I had a bad childhood. I had like two parents who loved me. They fought over us. And like, we, there was stuff that we, you know, were maybe drug into as kids that was only supposed to be for adults. Um, and like, we had our own, like, like trials and tribulations and stuff, but there was always a roof over our head, like, um, by all standards, like my parents were really good parents. And when I first started this shadow work stuff, I feel like I slipped into that guilt of like, well, I shouldn't be feeling this way because like my mom did the best that she could. And like my dad did the best that he could. So like, I just need to like, let this be knowing that my parents like did what they could. And like, I've had to kind of talk myself into the space of like, yeah, they did the best that they could. And I can have compassion for that, but I can also feel exactly the way I felt. And I can go through the motions of what I need to let go of and what was very real for me because I was thinking the other day I was helping a client, and she was like, I just can't allow myself to like really go there because my parents are so nice to me and all this stuff. And I was like, But when you like we all can have the exact same emotion, regardless of if it's something that doesn't seem big to other people. Like if I think, so, like the biggest thing that I've had to heal recently was my mom, um, like taking away my first dog and the word that came up when I was like really feeling into the emotion and like gonna like pull it out of my body was like despair like I literally was like this is despair I was so distraught I was it it like was despair and someone else who maybe lost a husband or who lost a parent or maybe got raped or, you know, big, big things can feel that same emotion too. But that doesn't mean what I felt wasn't real for me in that moment and didn't make long lasting effects on my life. And so what we're trying to tell you guys is like, those big emotions that you feel that you're trying to clear, like, they're resurfacing for a reason. And it does not matter what someone else's experience was, that emotion was real for you. And that is big enough for you to like be feel worthy enough to like address that
0: (laughs) yeah for sure and even for the there's people out there that have had major like traumas like major that collective people would be like oh my gosh that's horrific I can't believe and they'll still downplay it so there it's all relative to like your mindset Like, I spent most of my life people talking about, well, mostly when I got into Theta, people talking about healing your inner child. And I was always like, you know what? Like, I had my mom, I had my grandparents. um, I went to a private school. I had a horse, you know? Like, I can't complain about anything. Um, And it was like, well, how, how did it feel compared to, you know, X, Y, Z. And was like, I'm not going to even tell my story it's not even worthy to tell. Like, and then when I went into the advanced training and the resentment started coming up and every time my mom would express, she was like, I need help with this or I'm struggling with this. Oh, or she would worry. That was a huge trigger for me. When my mom would worry, it would make me almost angry, which was crazy. And I had no idea. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like my mom gave me everything. She busted her ass. She was a single mom. She was super young, like she's a freaking rock star. Like how could her saying she's worried about something make me angry? That's wild. Eventually we dug around um, because a lot of the responsibility was put on me to be a certain way to make, to take care of her. I was feeling the resentment because it was like, that is not my place. And I could feel it internally. Like there was a pull of that's not my job but then feeling guilty about feeling that way. And so it really took me honoring and recognizing that, sorry, it sounded like the chicken was being attacked. Um, honoring that <laughs> and recognizing, oh yeah, um, I need to break apart the fact that I was a very small human, a three-year-old by herself on a dock watched my dad have a seizure watched him fall into the water and drown in front of me and then I was there for we don't know how long like that's a big deal it took me 30 how old am I it took me like 35 years <laughs> to even get to a point where I'd be like oh because people would bring that up wow that seems like it should be a big deal I'm like nah, it's fine because I always had to be good. I always had to be fine. Don't, you're not allowed to be, you know, worried because it stresses your mom out. You need to take care of your mom. So like my whole life, I grew up hearing, um, she doesn't remember she was really little. It didn't affect her. She was so young. She doesn't know the difference. When I think about at school, I think about every father's day. It was awkward. I was embarrassed because I was trying to like hide the fact that it was maybe like, Weird for me to draw something for my grandfather. You know what I mean? Just like little things that I didn't realize were compounded into creating my experience now as an adult. But it took like really going back to that moment and seeing it as if it wasn't me, just witnessing it as if it was someone else and having compassion for that little girl that was not me, somebody else. All of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, that's kind of gnarly. Right. And so even me, I didn't tell, oh, you didn't get to listen to the episode because it's not out yet. And you haven't heard it because I edited it, (laughs) but I didn't go into the specifics about your particular story because I was like, well, it's not my story to tell, but I did say there was a situation where, so when I heard the story of what happened to you and you can share it if you want, I was like devastated in my body. And so for me, even looking at that situation, it feels equally as like, (laughs) <laughs> the word that comes to me is horrifying because like if I put myself in that position as a child, I had I had similar things, but not even close to that happen. And it was like really, really impactful. You know what I mean. And so mm-hmm. i I think looking at stories, even if they're your own from a third party perspective as if it's not you, and like seeing it for what it actually what actually happened could, um, could maybe support like that healing piece and that connecting the two parts together I really had to take myself out of the situation and look at it like it wasn't me and then have then I found compassion it took a very long time It was very odd
1: you know what's interesting is I kind of do that with my horses sometimes like if I get frustrated or I get in the fields I will be like okay I need to look at this as if I've never met this horse before mm-hmm. and like what is he telling me right now and like I have to have compassion for what, you know, I don't know his story. He's scared right now. I'm not frustrated because here's like this, you know, innocent horse telling me that he's got some trauma that I don't understand. So I think that's like a really good, um, perspective and a really good like idea for a lot of us to just kind of like take a step back and see that from like, you know, someone else's shoes, it's not me or it's not my horse. And one thing that I will say too, that I hear a lot, and especially from my husband, which is like so annoying um I mean <laughs> it is what it is it's like his process but like if I tell him like oh I had this like healing today or like amber and I had this conversation I had this like revelation and all this trauma that I experienced and he'll be like well that's just life though I mean that's just life and I'm like yeah it's just life and though like I'm processing all of this or not holding on to it or I'm like don't you think that's cool or like don't you think it's good to like let someone he's like nope that's just how life is like life isn't fair and everyone has their trials and tribulations and like this is answer for everything and I'm like I never know how to take it I'm like okay well at least you're not holding on to stuff I guess or maybe you are and it's never gonna surface I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I mean that's probably what he heard growing up you know what I mean like yep that's Mm -hmm. the way it is and on with it you know so you would like to think that that's just how it is, right? Like you feel the thing, you see the thing, you process the thing, and then you go on to the next thing. Um, but I think I think for the majority of people, the people pleasing people, not people. Um <laughs> we like to try to make people comfortable. You know what I mean? And I don't want to make you uncomfortable with my story, you know, or my my feelings. I want to take care of your feelings. Um everyone's just like throwing that shit back and forth at each other (laughs) until you find people that can like hold the space for you you know what I mean um and the value of finding like facilitators or friends that you know you can be like I've got this thing I need to talk about and you know that it's not going to affect them and if they're in a place where it would affect them they could be like I can't hold it for you right now maybe give me like an hour and I can hear it you know what I mean the ability to be honest and just have people not take it personal is like a huge valuable thing to find in people. So find those people.
1: (laughs) Find those people or comment when you listen to this podcast, if you need support, we'll reach out to you.
0: Yeah. Um, And that's like such a big part of, I think why we wanted to have the membership, because I think that the membership, the the tea house is cool because it's so lighthearted like we sometimes get into some like sticky shit on the pod like you know childhood trauma yeah. and stuff but like being able to move through it and make it not something that you need to be like ashamed of or that you need to like i'm I'm looking for the word it's not downgrade but it's downplay <laughs> the words um you know, we're in, into a little community where people are, like, funny. And I was talking to my mom yesterday about, you know, the 21-day vision quest we're going to do. And she was, like, looking at the thing. She's like, oh, the emojis. And I'm like, got to keep it fun, man. This shit's heavy. She's like, well, the emojis seem like... the whole <laughs> Like, the whole group vibe is funny. Like, I think somebody was, like, the other day commented, oh, Nutmeg was dropping some serious nuts in that last episode. And it's just, like... So it's like a place where you can go to get support, but then it's also hilarious and everyone's not taking anything too seriously when it doesn't need to be. I just love it in there. It's one of my favorite places.
1: (laughs) I know. Same.
0: (laughs) So is there anything else?
1: I think that was a lot of stuff for everyone to process.
0: (laughs) Sure. an unplanned. Let's just do a quick podcast real quick. And then it's like, <laughs> aliens and yeah. drama. Uh, well,
1: that's why I was like, we have to do it today. Because I have so many inspired tidbits happening right now. We have to talk.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. So if anything in this episode resonated with you, then please drop it in the comments. Like and share the pod if you feel like someone needs to hear it. Um, We are in, wait, July August we are about to launch our 21 day vision quest you do with your horse it's online although one day I do believe we are going to take it on the road Uh, not for 21 days but (laughs) maybe for a couple days (laughs) um where we are only offering it to the members of the tea house and it's for a significant discount and a lot of the stuff you will get in there will be live and when we do launch it for the public um i think more will be recordings i think it'll be equally as powerful but it might be fun to be like you know og so um yeah. if you guys want more information on the membership then i will put the link in the show notes and i think that's it is that it i'm tired
1: <laughs> see you guys later see you next week <laughs>